You want to make your fantasy sports league more than a fantasy? Then you need Trophy Smack. It's the number one store for fantasy and tournament trophies, belts, draft boards, loser awards, and other ridiculous products. Trophy Smack is more than just a trophy company with outstanding customer service and products. It's the very essence and heart of every fantasy league. And if you click now, trophysmack.com gives you free shipping, a free loser poster, and can have the hardware to you in a few days. Bragging rights included. Go to trophysmack.com right now and take your fantasy league to the next level. What's up and welcome to the Dynasty Happy Hour with your hosts, Doug Eddy, Tim Keller, and Tyler Gunther. Bring us all inside the huddle. Whether it's in-season or off-season, this is your spot for the best and in in-depth Dynasty fantasy football advice. So let's not waste any more time and get right to it with Doug, Tim, and Tyler with another Dynasty Happy Hour. Welcome to the Dynasty Happy Hour. It is time for them Chili Pepper Scoville units. Because we got hot takes this week. But before we get into that and our guest, we are presented to you by Fantasy Points. Make sure you check out FantasyPoints.com. Use code 21DHH10. Did I get it right? Yes. Nailed it. Yeah. I'm working with I try, no- I tried to. I tried to convince them to let me wear a Fantasy Points fishnet shirt. Me and Matt Ooh. Donnelly. Oof. We talked about it. You know, Fantasy Points that represent us. I don't know if they have them in stock. They're very hard to find, apparently. Is it so. like a body stocking? <laughs> yes. Fair enough. Uh, check out Fantasy Points. Subscribe. Go code DHH or 21DHH10. 90% of the people that have subscriptions on Fantasy Points, uh, they make the playoffs. So that seems like a no-brainer. So go on there. Check out the different options that they have. There is some free content on there as well. They've got writers from Scott Barrett, Graham Barfield. A podcast network, including this lovely podcast, Dynasty Happy Hour, is on there as well. So lots of things to check out. Redraft season. I just had my first redraft draft this evening, which is early. But when you have 12 adult individuals that have children and wives and jobs, it's really difficult to get us all together. So early August it is. I can't wait for the injury bug to decimate my team in a couple of weeks. Um, So that was a lot of fun. Didn't go the way I expected. It's an industry draft, so lots of twists and turns. I stayed like water. Bruce Lee would be proud. Uh, very fluid as I went through and soaked up that value like a sponge, but that's a story for another day. Uh, so make, yes, make sure to check out fantasypoints.com while you can and, and make sure you check out trophy smack. They're going to be at yeah. the expo uh, that's coming up this next week. So they're there. Use, use code DHH ring to get a free ring. When you get a gangster grill, you get your trophy, your belt. They've got all sorts of sports on there. They're backed by Mark Cuban. You can't go wrong. So Trophy Smack is where it's at. So let's get into this. We've got J. Mike, the master, the maestro, the king of the hot take every year here on Dynasty Happy Hour. So J. Mike, what's going on, man? Uh, we need to cue in Jim Nance once again, a tradition unlike any other. Uh, the the annual DHH Hot Takes episode, which boy, J. Mike, I'm just grateful that you guys continue to invite me in for this. It's always fun to be able to catch up with you all. Uh, you touch base on life. J. Mike, come on. It, listen. It doesn't. It doesn't change. It, this is this is what it is. J. Mike, a week from right now, I can physically hug you. Absolutely, and I'm here for it. I am yes, here right. for he's, it. So. I feel like he's gonna crush me. Like J. Mike's like gonna have it, his own booth at the expo, just giving out fantasy hugs. Yes, fantasy hugs. Be, it's like a kissing booth, but every fantasy. single fantasycares.net. It's a dollar a hug. 
It all goes to Scott Fish in goes, fantasy care. Let's do toys that. for tots. Yep. Appreciate the heads up, guys. I'll start working on my car, my cardboard uh, setup over here. Cardboard. How are you going to display your ass out over here? Cardboard. How are you going to fly that cardboard in? But I forgot. You're driving. Yeah, he's driving. Just throw it in the back. Just don't get pulled over with it because they'd be like, "What? That's the picture yeah. of you. That's weird." It's, it's, this is creepy. This is creepy, bro. <laughs> You're like, it's for a fantasy expo, and they're gonna be like, "What kind of fantasy? Are we yeah, what about? kind of fantasy? <laughs> None of your business." It's, a card- <laughs> it's a cardboard cutout fetish. Knock it off. I'm sure that's a thing. Is that a anything. thing? I was gonna say, is that a thing? Dude, anything is a thing. If you go deep enough into the web, you can find it. Yeah, a fat, he- a fat head fetish. Uh, which reminds me, I got to go get some more prepaid visas for my dark web access. But that's another story. Uh, so, Jay, Mike, thank you for joining us for our hot take episode. Uh, but I am going to hand the microphone to Tim, who has a special announcement about the Dynasty Happy Hour. Yeah. Um. Hey guys, it's awesome to be here. Uh. Super fantastic to have J. Mike on this episode. The man spits hot fire. He's known to melt human flesh off of faces. The man who should be doing voiceover work for Disney movies. If, if you don't know J. Mike's work, go go find him. You can listen to him for hours. I put him on, uh, you know, when I'm sleeping because it, it soothes me. Uh, no, I have, a, uh, I have an announcement. <laughs> I was going to try to save this for the end. Um, no. But Tyler forced me to do it early, though. Um, after five years of doing fantasy industry type things, uh, I'm actually stepping away from fantasy football entirely. I'm uh, going to step away from the uh, from the show. Um, I'm going to play out my leagues one last year, and then next year, um, I'm going to let it all go. I want to. I'm doing a, a self experiment, almost like a, a a cleanse. Also weird. Yeah, yeah. Also it's definitely thing. weird. It's also a thing. Um, I, I want to see how that year goes and I, I want to make some decisions um, beyond that, but it's, it's a weird personal decision. Um, last year I have a big home league and I was thinking, you know, I've, I've done everything I can in that league. I, I ran the league for years, handed the reins over to my buddy. Um, was letting him kind of run it from there. But um, yeah. And then after last year, um, you know, I thought I was going to uh, win that one and walk off into the sunset in that league. Uh, damn Camara got me. Son of a gun. That big game got a lot uh, of people. yeah. Uh, hey, hey, I want I, I thought of you the other day, by the way, and not to cut you off. Well, to cut you off. It's what you do. I, I saw it's gonna be a podcast without that. I mean, let's be honest. A tradition like no other, right there. I saw that's why he's leaving, Tyler. Jack I saw a Steelers blanket on the side of a car, and go. I legit thought, I'm like, how bad did Tim piss Steve off? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, um, but I didn't I didn't want to be a sore loser and and have uh have that one game ruined me. So I decided I was going to come back to that one league. And then so the beginning of this offseason, I started thinking, maybe, maybe maybe we should just step away from it all. Let's see what that's like. Um, but it's weird. I, you know, five years ago, I started a podcast with, like Tyler said, my, my brother-in-law, Steve, and a buddy of mine, Kelly, uh, the Dynasty Red Zone. Within that same week that we launched our first episode, uh, a little podcast named Dynasty Happy Hour launched their first episode. And uh, God love them, but uh, FF Couch Coach. Uh, you can find him over DTC. Justin Barlow. Yeah. yeah. Nowadays, uh, he had a website back in the day, ffcouchcoach.com. Um, and, you know, he had these two tiny little startup podcasts uh, that he was he was being nice to and putting their audio up on his website. And that was a, a crazy group of guys back then. But that's how I got introduced to Tyler. And at the time, Chris, um, I think I guessed it on like episode eight. 
Yeah, Single it was early. Was, was the first time I was on with Tyler. The and, best um, draft episode was with the yeah. Dynasty Red Zone. If yeah, you need to was, go back and listen to this draft episode, it is insane. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that was a phone. But uh, shortly after, uh, you know, my guys uh, weren't keeping up with it. You know, they wanted to step away themselves. And, uh, you know, Tyler had reached out to me. So I came over and I've spent years around uh, with the happy hour crew, the website. Um, and it, it's been a blast. It's been a hell of a ride. I've met mostly digitally and virtually uh, so many amazing people. J Mike being one of them. Um, I look forward to seeing a bunch of them at the expo. I wish I could have met you all. Um, it's just not going to work out. And, um, you know, if you're in a league with me, just know this is my last year. I'm not doing dumb trades just to trade. <laughs> you, you know, people, are people, that, people so then you're not do, doing trades. People like, that have known, people that have known, like, <laughs> hey, would you take a third for Derek Henry? No, like, why not? You're not in the league next year. It doesn't matter. Oh, the There's worst. always I'm one. Not doing the, the next worst. owner dirty. You know, nobody wants an orphan that, you know, they jump in the league and they're like, you know, the, the last owner sold Derek Henry for a third. Oh, my best running back is Xavier Jones. Cool. Yeah. So. <laughs> Who's gonna blow yeah, up? Don't send those stupid offers to me just because uh, I'm I'm going out. But uh, yeah, I, I I wanted to play one last time. I'm doing my like Kobe thing. You know, if we have a matchup, you know, you can send me gifts. Does that, that mean I have to bring you a gift to Canton? <laughs> no, I don't. Right. I don't. I don't need. Well, we're going to anyways. Yeah, so, that's true. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I love uh, I love everybody on the show. I I, I love the listeners. Uh, I love. Anybody that's ever been involved with uh, Dynasty Happy Hour, the website, the, the podcast, it's been many iterations. Um, fantastic people. I love you all. Uh, Doug. Yes. Give your words for Tim. I mean, it's been a pleasure. Tim and I have... Uh, I'm, I'm, a... I'm riding off into the sunset. Here you go. Yeah, he is. So I had the pleasure to meet Tim uh, a couple of years ago. And we hung out and had some lunch, shared some food and some laughs. Um, he welcomed me into his home and we hung out. It was great. And, uh, you know, Tim and I have like... Um, it's one of those, and this isn't anything against you, Tyler, but I really well, I know where this is going. I, I you're not surprised when it me was at all. just when it was just Tim and I. The the pods were just so good. We just I have such a really uh, Excuse natural. Excuse me while I take this knife out of my back. I have such a really <laughs> natural rapport with Tim. Um, Can you get it? It's going to be hard to settle for you know more of Tyler, but we have a great co-host that's going to join us. Who I he has big shoes to fill, and he knows this. Um, yeah. so he's going to be joining us. Tyler, you can make that announcement if you will, but Tim, it's been a pleasure. Um, you know, obviously we're, you're a friend to me, so like, I won't be a stranger. Don't be a stranger. Um, you know, and I wish you all the best and hopefully you'll miss fantasy football and you'll come crawling back and be like, guys, can I come back? And we'll welcome you with open arms and maybe we'll Holy just kick though. Tyler out. It'll be great. Yeah. Um, I mean, he's terrible, <laughs> right? The worst. <laughs> Oh, I love you, Tyler. Uh, but yeah, it's been it's been awesome. And to have the the time that I have with you guys every week is one of the things I really look forward to. So I will miss that. Now, now, now Jay, Mike, I want, I'm going to go last. So you do you want to say a couple words to Tim, even though how terrible that was to me? <laughs> Make I him mean, feel better, Jay, Mike. I, listen, <laughs> I, I, I echo Doug 100 percent every bit of it, including the Tyler slander. Um, but that is that is the part that I agree with the absolute most. It, those were banger episodes. I'm just laughing to hide it. Uh, <laughs> uh, Tim's always one of those dudes that 
it is just an absolute pleasure to be around because of the fact uh, that Tim knows when it's time to kind of get with it and like, hey, let's really talk some ball here. And also knows very much how to have a good time with it and not take himself too serious. Uh, and, and Tim, it's I, I remember when you when you originally left uh, the podcast and I was saddened then. Uh, and then he came back and it was like, man, rejoice. And the, the heavens opened. And that was a great time to be able to have you back and, and hear you uh, on a, on the on the on the weekly as well. And uh, for you to be going again, man, I am I'm just all the best to you and your family. I'm excited for you and uh, the journey that you're going on, the the experiment, the self-reflection. Um, and I certainly hope that you that, that you uh, not necessarily find what you're looking for, but I, I just hope that you're able to uh, really be encouraged uh, with the journey and with whatever that looks like. So uh, salute to you. And, and just thank you for, for always being a fantastic piece of this community, uh, because obviously that's that that's one of the things that I miss the most is your, your impact on uh, absolutely being someone who just gets it, man, just gets it. Cause not everybody, not everybody does. So kudos yep. to you. Truth. All right, Tim, the 200th episode, the 200th episode, (laughs) the 200th episode, you got together the whole community and I wanted to make it about DHH and you made it about me. And that is who you are. You're very just, you you care about so many other people and you put other people ahead of yourself. And that is what I'm going to miss. And I'm going to miss chatting with you every week. You came in when I was in need, when I was, hearing Chris just chat nonstop about nonsense. And I needed somebody to, to mix it up with, to, to actually have takes. You came in and you, you gelled us and, and you were kind of the middleman and you, you made the website. You were the first person to make the website. Not nobody else. Like you surprised. That first one was rough though. So, but you, <laughs> but I mean, you surprised. Credit. Like you yeah. sit here and you said, you said, "Hey, I got a surprise for you." And you, and you gifted me that website. And you said, "Here you go." I know it's rough, and you're the one that made that. Like I wasn't thinking about a website at all, and you started that. Like you have been a bigger factor of DHH than you even know, and I will forever be in your debt for that. Like you are a true friend and I will always, always be here whenever you need it. And I'm going to miss you, man. All right. Hey, uh, just to let everybody know, I'm, I'm, I'm a complete psychopath about football. I love this. Oh, I know (laughs) more than anything else on this planet, other than my wife and my children. Um, I'm not going to stop watching football. Um, I, I honestly highly doubt I'll stop doing my, my scouting and film work. Uh, just because it's, it's something I've done, you know, all my adult life almost. Um, I completely agree with Dave Toronto. Uh, I would definitely <laughs> buy J Mike audiobooks If I write a book, J Mike, uh, you know, look for the contract. I'll be sending if, it your way. By the way, by the way, if you want to, if you want J Mike to narrate your life and everything you're doing, you know, just, just DM him better than Morgan uh, you know. Freeman. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm open for booking. That's all I'm going to say. I'm uh, <laughs> Um, but yeah, uh, I'm still going to be, um, football centered, uh, somehow. Uh, so, you know, it might not be a weekly thing, but maybe, you know, uh, you know, next year I'll get a little bit of itch and, you know, I can do like one-off episodes or something. Come in, tell Tyler how bad his, uh, his, you know, scouting opinions are, you know, he loves some quarterback that I think is just complete garbage, something like that, you know? 
who knows? Yeah. Well, you know what? I, I, I'm, I'm really going to miss you, Tim. And also we are not going to announce the next person that's coming into DHH until we're at the expo. It's so Friday, be just fine. It's Friday, Friday night at the expo. We're going to officially announce it. So keep your eye on Twitter. If you're around us, keep an eye on us or maybe not because Doug, who knows what's going <laughs> to, who knows what he's going to be doing. Uh, yeah, I, I am just, I, I'm ecstatic for the expo. I finally get to meet Tim and with how emotional I am now, when he leaves on Sunday, it will be even worse. I, I'm just not going to let go. I'm going to, I'm going to call J Mike in to box him out like a power forward. He's going to, he's not going to let it, <laughs> let him get that rebound, but yeah, it's, it's going to be fun. And, uh, I finally get to meet Tim, you know, for the first time and it might not be the last time, but it'll be the last time as a co DHH partner. So it'll be bittersweet. So, uh, Tim, once again, this episode, man, I, I wanted to end it on a, on a great note. And this is one of your favorites. J Mike, is always one of our favorites. I mean, J Mike is Absolutely. easily top 38 in the industry. <laughs> he's creeping on my boards though. Yeah. He's, he's definitely creepy. He's a sleeper. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Are I we allowed to great, say sleeper anymore? I, I did have a great yeah. Sunday afternoon nap. So yes, sleeper is a uh, sleep. Sleeper fits here. Nice. And, uh, and, and with Zach, man, Zach nailed it on the head. And, and and speaking of people in the industry that are like legit, Zach, Zach and Tim are probably we get to same. meet Zach too. He's gonna mm-hmm. be there. It's gonna be this as is gonna long, be an awesome weekend. As long as I get a rub Zach's head, that's all. I, that's all that matters. And we'll leave it at that. <laughs> <laughs> so once again, thank you, Tim, for all you've done, and you'll you'll. I know you're going to come back and do some guest hosting and it'll be fun. I'm going to pry you out. I'll be like, dude, Tyler's out this week. I need you because we need to put together an epic episode. Yeah, Our numbers are down. We need to get them back. <laughs> I'm, call- I'm calling in the closer. Come bring yeah. him out of the pen. Uh, Zach Wheeler coming in. All right. So let's, let's, let's raise everyone up now. Everyone's sad, happy. Let's raise everyone up. It is hot take time to return it up to Scoville units. We are going to get some fiery hot takes for 2021. We brought in the specialist. Uh, Tyler wasn't on this episode last year. So Tyler's back with the hot takes. We had some Todd Gurley hot takes last year. It looked good for the first eight weeks. And then it went. And that was ADP is like 300. So I I said, I said Josh Herbert was going to be the best rookie quarterback of 2020. I don't know who who Josh Herbert is. Yeah. I mean, I was half right. Josh Herbert? Is that a weirdo cousin? (laughs) Hey, he's got a brother in Oregon. You never know. I am Josh Herbert. Justin Herbert's brother. I don't have acne. Um, But no, I I remember that episode. J. Mike was talking slander about Nick Chubb, and I came in to defend Nick Chubb. I listened back to it. One of my hot takes was Tom Brady was cooked. That didn't work out so well. 2019 sucked for him. He was bad. I laughed when I re-listened to it, and I'm like, oof. I mean, you, you got to have some aloe vera for that burn. I just remember 2019 Tom Brady throwing footballs into the ground to his receiver and looking like he was washed. And then he finally got, go. he got out of New England. He was you know, rejuvenated with offensive weapons, and he looked amazing. But that's a now he's king on Now he's king on Twitter, so whatever. He's, he's, he's good on Twitter. I didn't see Peyton Manning's Hall of Fame speech, but I heard it was epic, and Brady was there, so I'll have to tune into that later. Side note. 
Uh, so let's get let's get us started. Who wants to kick us off? Tyler, do you want to kick us off? Because I'm going to J. Mike last. Yes. Yes. He's I, I want heat. to start it off because this is going to go near and dear to Tim. Okay. Tim, okay. you're really going to like this. Ooh. Zach Wilson oh is on a Josh Allen trajectory. Okay. So he's starting week one. We all know that. Like he, he's going to be in. They're not. They're not going to start their backup. He's going to have ups and ups and downs. I mean, his his first simulated practice in Jets training camp. He's like 50% in completion percentage. Had a couple ups and downs. I, I heard he made some amazing throws. I watched some footage. He 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 throws almost like Mahomes and Rodgers. A little off platform, you know, a little work. He'll be able to fix it. But man, he he does, Tim. You know, like water, you gotta be water. He does have a good arm. Like it's 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 good. And it's effortless. 50 yards effortless. He's just throwing up bombs. And uh I mean, he's going to have four years at least to prove himself, four years to grow, four years to make mistakes. Uh, the thing is, is he's going to have Elijah Moore. Elijah Moore is a great wide receiver. Elijah Moore is going to help this man be a security blanket, a deep threat. He's going to do everything for Zach Wilson. He's got a good left side of the line. The right side, I mean, it's okay. But man, Mackay Becton is literally two off- offensive linemen in one. Yeah, he if you tape destroy- J. Mike and I together, you got Mackay Becton. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Mackay Becton is a man. So he's got he's got a great build on that left side. That right side still has good good players, not great. But man, going at sixty fourth overall in DLF ADP at quarterback seventeen. We saw we saw kind of Josh Allen fall off. People didn't believe the completion percentage at at Wyoming wasn't there. And, and kind of same with Herbert. People didn't believe in him. I've got a feeling that I'm going to be eating a lot of crow for Tim this offseason because Zach Wilson, despite having his downs, is going to have some amazing ups to the point where he's going to show to where he's going to end up in the top 12 of DLF ADP next year. I like it. Yeah. I, I know Tim like likes that. that. He's a Zach I Wilson like guy. Tyler was, he's Tyler's come around. I'll give him credit because he was like an anti Zach Wilson guy. Tim was on him. And then Tyler's slowly started to turn the page and come around on it. So that that's good. So Tim, why don't, why don't you, why don't you follow up that Zach Wilson take with one of your own? Okay. Uh, I'll, I'll stick with quarterback here. Uh, are we doing three? Or are we doing four? Whatever. We'll see. Depends on which one. Okay. We'll we'll start with this. So last year, Mr. Teddy Two Gloves, who's now in Denver, was in Carolina. He looked good in that Carolina blue. He was the 18th overall quarterback in, you know, what's considered standard you know, fantasy scoring. Here's my prediction. The long, uh, you know, defunct Sam Darnold, who is now there in, in Carolina, will finish as a top 12 quarterback in this Carolina offense. QB1. Darnold, Darnold, no offense to Teddy Two Gloves. He's a fantastic human from everything I've heard and a a very good NFL quarterback. But Sam Darnold, let's not forget. Heck of a dancer. I mean, those locker room dances (laughs) are phenomenal. Sam Darnold, though, is a much better prospect at the quarterback position when it comes to throwing of the football. I think Sam Darnold is going to do more 
with his arm than Teddy did last year. Teddy surprisingly didn't have a ton of rushing yards there in Carolina last year, but Sam's still young. He's still got some mobility to him. I think that Sam Darnold is going to finish as a top 12. So, and, and the way I kind of did this is if you take him and put him at the 18th and slot him in there, I don't think Watson's going to play. So that gets one guy out of the way. Phillip Rivers is retired. Cam Newton, I don't see it happening at this point in the career. Derek Carr doesn't concern me much there as well. So he's got to beat one or two more guys. Uh, ben Roethlisberger, who knows with that elbow still. Uh-huh. You know, if Sam Darnold can find a way to beat one or two more guys, that puts him in that top 12. I still respect and still like Sam Darnold. This is the year, baby. It's going to pay off. Sam Darnold, top 12 quarterback. I like it. Hey, once you get out of the gaze of Adam Gase, mm-hmm. good things tend to happen to those players. I mean, Ryan Tannehill, career resurgence. Mm-hmm. I know he's got the rushing element to his game, but like Darnold, why not? I mean, you're surrounded by DJ Moore, Robbie Anderson. They draft Terrace Marshall. You get the best running back in the name of McCaffrey. Uh, yeah, I could totally see that. So I, I like that one a lot. I'll go next and I'll keep it with quarterback. Um, now out of all the rookie drafts this year, there's only one quarterback that I roster out of the top five and that's Trey Lance. So I know that Twitter has been a buzz with Trey Lance. The fantasy community is buzzy with Trey Lance. I just saw him get drafted in the 10th round in a redraft league, which was a little rich before some established starters. So obviously You know, people are anticipating that the Trey Lance arrival is coming. Now, I've been on Trey Lance for a while. He was a value for me in some Superflex leagues. Um, I know, J. Mike, we have an auction um, in Bar Tab, and I just wanted to get the – I got Trey Lance much cheaper than Trevor Lawrence and Justin Fields, and I was perfectly happy with that. Um, So I think that Trey Lance is going to win Offensive Rookie of the Year, and – It's not going to take him long to bust in and break Jimmy Garoppolo. They're saying all these beautiful things about Jimmy Garoppolo this offseason, but of course they are. Of course they're going to prop up Jimmy Garoppolo. What are they going to say? Jimmy Garoppolo looks like shit? That's not going to happen. They still want to try to trade him out of town. They paid the iron price to move up to draft Trey Lance. You can't tell me maybe Garoppolo starts a game or two, and we all know he's kind of made a glass to begin with. But once Trey Lance gets on that field, it is a wrap. Trey Lance, he's going to win Rookie of the Year. And by this time next year, he is going to be a top five dynasty quarterback. And you can book that shit because he's got the rushing upside. He's got the offensive line. He's got the coach. He's got the receivers. He's got the tight end. He's even got some running backs. He is set up for massive, massive success. The arm strength. The leadership that he's showing, his ability to learn is been That's it, right well there. documented. The ability to learn. I don't care if he hasn't played football in two years. I'm so in on Trey Lance, it's not funny. I love Trey Lance. That's my dude. Doug, Doug from what I'm hearing, uh, you know, there's that little bit of rookie stuff. He's not seeing things as fast as, as they maybe like him to. But when he does see something, uh, uh, there was a report the other day. He uncorked one, threw a deep ball, beautiful. Everything was awesome. He maybe threw it just a touch late. Uh-huh. Uh, the next series, they they you know they put Garoppolo back in because they're trading back and forth with the ones. Garoppolo goes in there, <clears throat> and Garoppolo, who's not known for his big arm, because yeah, Emmanuel Sanders can attest Super yeah. Bowl. <laughs> yeah, uh, goes out there. They run the same play. Jimmy might have seen it coming open a little bit earlier. You know that half beat earlier. But Jimmy then pauses because he doesn't he goes, pull the trigger. Shoot, I can't make that throw. Yeah, but he 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 cocks back and puts everything he's got on it, and it falls about 10 yards short. Is this report, I, I didn't see this, this is a report I've heard. 
So the kids forcing Jimmy to do things out of his comfort zone because he goes, damn, that guy can go down there and sling that ball 65 <laughs> yards in the air. I need to, you know, I can't do that. I need to do something, though. So he's at least trying those. But, uh, yeah, Trey Lance is going to give this offense another dimension that Jimmy just can't do. Oh, yeah. Wait, it's, hold on. It's going to take off. I had I had a positive Zach Wilson take, and Tim just had a positive Trey Lance speech. I was never anti Trey Lance. The world <laughs> is healing. The world is healing, guys. Trey Lance. I just guys. really liked Zach Wilson. Yes. So yeah, I'm all about Trey Lance. Top five dynasty startup QB. Oh yeah. Next year, J Mike, we're off to you. Yo, Turn let's up get the it. heat. I'm I'm here I'm here for it, and we'll we'll just continue in the vein of the rookie quarterbacks. And I really like what you all have cooking. Uh, this take, I want to preface: it is baked out of some fear, it is baked out of some sadness, and it is also baked out of uh, this recipe that is the Jacksonville Jaguars ruining good things. Um, no, don't no. say it. Yes, yes, I am, and and it's something that has, has really that has really ruined me for a long time. But currently, in July ADP, the good folk over at DLF, we've got Trevor Lawrence's QB seven in Dynasty, which I don't want to be upset about because if if he is everything that people say that he is, then that's that's not a bad thing to project. However, I do believe that we'll look up this time next year and Trevor Lawrence will be outside of QB one territory for Ooh. even value, even value in ADP uh, when we come next year. And this is, listen, this is me coming out the shooting. This is partially out of fear. I, I told you all, uh, I am worried as a, as someone who roots for the Jacksonville Jaguars, that urban Meyer is going to ruin everything that's good and pure about Trevor Lawrence and everything that we could hope for this Jacksonville Jaguars team to be. Because again, you look on the outside, there's speed, there's players. And what's Urban Meyer doing? He is taking absolute flaming hot dumps on the likes of DJ Chark, who again, shows all the promise in the world of being yeah. someone who can actually play in this league and be really good. Um, what is he saying? Oh, DJ Chark is a big receiver who plays small. Why are you putting that out in the media? Like what, Tra yeah. Travis Etienne, one of the the most accomplished rusher in ACC history, and we want the entire narrative is him lining up at wide receiver. What are you doing? Tim Tebow signs his tight end. Listen, I want to believe. I want to believe in good things because there's a lot of quality things happening with the roster in Jacksonville. I really have a hard time getting behind Urban Meyer, and I think that he is going to absolutely ruin uh, year one of the Trevor Lawrence. Uh, ride so I can see Justin Fields, uh, Trey Lance, and Zach Wilson all rocketing ahead of Trevor Lawrence in ADP this time next year. Now, I mean, there is a, a long history of college coaches don't translate well to the NFL. Mm -hmm. Nick Saban couldn't do it, uh, and he's pretty good. I mean, maybe if they signed Drew Brees instead of Dante Culpepper, he would have been okay that in Miami. Might have um, done it, but yeah. still, I mean, Saban couldn't hang, and he's the best college coach of all time in terms of yeah. you know championships and whatnot. So. Yeah, I, I don't I think there's a lot of um reasonable things with that take, J Mike. Um it's and, in the realm of outcomes. And it's sure. not to say that Trevor Lawrence, I want to be clear, Trevor Lawrence is very good. He is very good. This has way less to do about him as a player and way more about again, polar opposites when you're talking about what kind of culture you're bringing someone up in when it comes to Trey Lance in San Francisco with Kyle Shanahan and Trevor Lawrence in Jacksonville with Urban Meyer. 
Those how are about, polar opposites in terms of how you're cultivating uh, your quarterback in this in this day and age. I just so I Tyler, think that's problematic. So Tyler had to take that Zach Wilson's career would start like Josh Allen's. Here's one that just popped into my head. What if Trevor Lawrence's career starts like Peyton Manning? Ooh, yeah. Peyton Manning wasn't great out of the gate. Lots of picks. Played on a bad team. I know he had Marshall Falk at the time, but played on a bad team. Like, ooh, you never know. Like, I think Lawrence is super talented, as was oh, yeah. Peyton Manning coming out of college. Yep. Um, yeah, I could I could see that being in the realm of possibilities, too, is that he does get off to a slow start, but then writes the ship um, as they get a good coach in there. Because eventually, you know, they got Dungy. Um, and he was there for a while and, and did and did some really good things with Peyton Manning. Um, yeah, I like that one. So Tyler, uh, we want to go we want to go back to you? Sure, let's do it. I, I and I wanna I wanna piggyback off that take, man. What they're doing with Etienne is insane to me. Like, yeah, he made it look good in practice, but like you said, he's a phenomenal running back and you're you're just throwing him around the field just because you didn't you missed out on Kadarius Tony. Like That's what are you dumb. doing? It, it, yeah. it's it, it's kind of mind-blowing, and and you kind of already got a player like Kadarius Tony who's better, and LaVisca Chenault, who can do everything. Preach. I I just I don't know about him. I feel like he's one of those guys that's so stuck in his ways and thinks he's above everything else that, yeah, I, I fear for it. But going back to my take, I'm going to go wide receiver right now, and this is wide receiver I have been on all year, and I'm going Brandon Ayuk. Thanks to uh, if you're not subscribed to it, Matt Harmon's reception perception, his his Patreon, all that. Go subscribe, Matt Harmon. I mean, if it's not Deontay Johnson, it's Brandon Ayuk. Those two players are the most talked about players in his Discord chat. Brandon Ayuk finishes wide receiver one, top twelve wide receiver. Same for I mean, J Mike, you said no. Doug said Trey Lance. Trey Lance being a, a top five quarterback. If Trey Lance is starting, Brandon Ayuk to the moon. Like, I mean, that that could happen. Brian Ayuk, in 12 games last year, 60 catches, 748 yards, and five touchdowns. And that was towards the end of the year. Like I said, Trey Lance is coming in, a young kid. They can they can kind of mold together, get a chemistry. I, I don't, I'm not scared of Debo. He's fine. He's a fine wide Different receiver. Different type too. of player. Yeah, exactly. Ayuk is prototypical. <laughs> yeah, the wrong Debo. Give me that chain. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Ayuk is going in in the seventieth overall range. Like he's he's seventy to seventy nine range for DLF. I would not be shocked next year if he's in the second or third round. AJ Brown type rise. Ayuk to the moon. Give me Ayuk. Man, I have completely turned around on this kid. I I drafted him nowhere this season. I've been trading for him everywhere. Mm-hmm. I love the outlook of him. Give me Ayuk. For his even in redraft, I mean his ADP is ridiculous. He's a, he's a steal. He could be a wide receiver one. He'd be a league winner. So I mean, Brandon, even even Nikhil Harry's feeling the heat. He's like, man, Brandon Ayuk's looking good. I got to step it up over here. I can't be the other Arizona State receiver. I mean, like, what if what if Darby actually does well in Atlanta? That that could just change everything for Nikhil Harry. That's true. I, yeah. I saw a report on. I mean, it's Twitter. It's preseason. It's I get all that, but there was um there was a report. It was either a veteran cornerback or a coach said something about Brandon Ayuk being on the verge of being uncoverable, um, which is high praise, obviously. But I think that we all see the athleticism and what he did last year, and that is yeah, that is all the reason. With any kind of dynasty receiver, you want to try to be in early. Um, exactly. on them if you can before they explode and it's the same thing with the with the my hot take as well as a second year receiver but before we get to me 
let's go back to Tim. Okay. There seems to be a lot of San Francisco love out there, so I'll keep it going, actually. Oh, I boy. Mean, if I mean, it's Richie, you, got a Richie, you got a Richie we James take? About, we talked about Trey Lance if taking over for Jimmy tra- G. If it's Trey Sermon, I'm leaving. You know, Tyler <laughs> asked what my rookie one was, so we didn't cross streams. I let Tyler know there wasn't a chance because Tyler's covering his face because he absolutely hates the guy, and the guy needs respect. You know what? Trey Lance is going to be starting. Ayuk's going to be going nuts. The Shanahan systems have produced one after the other, 1,000-yard running backs. This is one of the best players to ever enter a Shanahan system. They do this with six seventh-round guys, undrafted guys. Trey Sermon is going to go ham in this offense. Trey Sermon is going to be the lead running back from this rookie class. That's right. I saw you, Najee Harris. I love the way you run. I don't think it's going to last too long. You keep, you know, inviting contact like you do. It's fun to watch. I absolutely love it. It's old school, hard-nosed football. That's what I'm here for. But it's not going to go long for your career. So, Najee, maybe go to the ground on not maybe first contact, but don't get stood up and let, you know, four defensive linemen wash you out. That's not going to work out. But Trey Sermon this year, he's got Raheem Mostert there. Yeah, let's be honest. Raheem Mostert was – uh, you know, the Niners were like his seventh team. You know, he's found a home in San Francisco. But Sermon, Sermon's the guy. He's there for the future. Sermon's going to take the lead running back job there. That's Shanahan system. I already mentioned it. One after the next, thousand yard running backs. Trey Sermon in his zone blocking scheme is going to go wild. He's got the running quarterback in Trey Lance. It's going to keep defenses guessing. Ayuk's going to be dicing up secondaries, keeping them honest. It's going to open up lanes for Trey Sermon to run through. And Trey Sermon is going to be the lead running back from this rookie class this year. I'm writing these down as we go. So please it hold. It is absolutely wrong, but. <laughs> All right. I'm Why, gonna, uh, he's, he's, I mean, if you, li- if you like hot, a running back, spicy. if, if you like, like a running back, that his longest carry is going to be like 10 yards. Great. I'll, I'll guarantee <laughs> go, you it's go not going to be 10 well. yards. Water bet. Water bet. So, so hey, you guys got to pay up before you make a hey, water bet. <laughs> we're all going to be together next weekend. I'm sh- pretty sure we can pay up a water bet in I said person. On video. You can you can video it if you want. That's fine. I know you're setting up the tripod in our room anyway, so it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> all right, I'm going to get some camera shoot actually. Absolutely. I got the light right here. We're good. Um, it's got a whole crew. Coming to onlyfans.com. All right, so I've got my my next hot take. Like I said earlier, it's a it's a uh, second-year wide receiver. This player went for 67 receptions, 908 yards, and six touchdowns in his rookie year. Over Outperformed his ADP easily. Was an awesome value in your drafts if you drafted him mm. in the mid uh, middle of the second round. Around the guys like, you know, he was going around Pittman. He was going around Chenault, Denzel Mims, rest in peace, um, and, and some other wide receivers. Uh, he's currently wide receiver 20 in single QB startups. He's being drafted number 47 overall. He's, he's 22 years old. Yes, it is T Higgins next year in 2022. T Higgins is going to be a top 10 wide receiver in startups. The reason he's going to do this, you've got receivers like Deandre Hopkins, Devante Adams, Michael Thomas, all getting a little bit longer in the tooth. I think they're all still, they're still solid producers, but with T Higgins youth, the fact that he's connected to Joe Burrow for the foreseeable future. They have Jamar Chase. 
So T Higgins is never going to see the number one corner and he's awesome. You know, I know that they have Tyler Boyd there as well, but look at the targets that AJ green got. Mm-hmm. Like they're going to throw the ball a ton. The defense is suspect T Higgins top 10 startups next year. I think he goes for 85, 1210 this year. I like it. Year two breakout for T Higgins. Who's in phenomenal shape. And he is going to get it done. You know, fade all that Joe Burrow hate you see and how he's starting slow in training camp. I mean, the dude came off a major knee injury at what week 10 or so. It was, it was like midway through the season and yeah, mentally it's You, you got to get over that hump and he's going to, and you hear now reports that he's recovering. So if you had a chance to buy Joe Burrow pretty cheap with all that negative news coming out, good for you because mm-hmm. Joe Burrow's when that, and that offense is going to kill it. I mean, so if, I will tell you, uh, so I was in that redraft league. I know it's redraft, but Joe Burrow went as the QB 10 in redraft to Pete Overzet, hmm. which Pete knows his stuff. And I yeah. trust Pete. And he took Burrow as his QB one, um, QB 10. So I was like, Oh, okay. All right. I like it. So yeah, I, there's a slow start. I mean, dude's coming off a major injury. Give him some time, but he set it for success. So I'm not scared at all. Might be scared of Trevor Lawrence though. And I got them both on the same team. So we'll see what happens. <laughs> so Jay, Mike, they, we're getting a little warmer. We're getting a little warmer, but I need you to crank, crank it up a little bit. I want to start sweating. Joe Mixon RB one. You wanted Let's it go. cranked. I'm cranking it. Well, I got to turn Mixon, the AC on. Jeez. RB one. You hey, listen, this is, I love how I love what he said these keep happening for me with you, Doug. I love going after you because it feels like uh, they're just natural, natural, uh, natural here. Yes, RB1, Dave. I don't want my words mixed up. Not ARB1, the A running back, the running back, y'all, like PD said, and remember the Titans. Um, (laughs) the running back one, Joseph Mixon in Cincinnati. Now, what do we know about? typical RB ones. They have to be able to obviously catch a lot of passes. Uh, they have to be able to get, garner the touchdowns and the opportunities. Um, and they have to be successful uh, in terms of actually staying healthy, which Joe Mixon has done none of those things except for the pass catching in uh, his NFL career. So Bernard's out the door, so they don't have the ability to take uh, mixing off of the field to put Geo on to say, hey, this person's a better pass catcher than you. He's now the best pass catcher in the running back room, hands down. So they're not going to be able to swap out some AJP Ron and say, hey, you go out here and catch these balls. Like it doesn't, it doesn't it no longer make sense. Uh, yeah, that, that would be problematic. Uh, <laughs> so at this point now, we're looking at an offense that is hyped up on caffeine and Red Bull when we're looking at the absolute targets on the outside. We've got Higgins, previously mentioned. We've got Jamar Chase, little-known rookie out of LSU. I don't know if you guys have heard of him. We've got Tyler Boyd, who is perennial, uh, knocking on the door of top 30 wide receiver and better. He's like the new Um, Jarvis Landry, pretty much. I I today, uh, Marcus Grant, Marcus Grant posted something and as a Tropic Thunder gif, and I said, that that movie is the Tyler Boyd of movies. Like, Tropic Thunder is completely underrated, and same with Tyler Boyd. Yeah, so 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 now we're looking at an offense uh, that, that that can actually move the ball and actually has dynamic playmakers to help put the offense in position to actually score. The real question is, what does the offensive line look like? How does it hold up? Can it allow these skill players 
and Joe Mixon to really be special. And I think that Joe Mixon will have the air and the opportunity, if he can stay healthy. Again, this is a hot take, right? The, to, the air and the opportunity to finish as the overall running back one and really confuse people as to how we look at him going forward in seasons beyond because uh, obviously he's younger than pro- people probably think that he is, but also uh, obviously he's had a lot of injuries and we've had some issues with what Cincinnati looks like and how they've run this organization. So Joe Mixon to the moon. I'm getting out ahead of it now. RB1, book it. Oh, and one more thing. It's one of those things too where you can still get Mixon on your team have decent value uh, and not feel like you're hurting yourself. And here's the thing. Look how quickly things happen. One month ago, I traded Cam Akers and Denzel Mims, Denzel Mims, whom I love, uh, dearly departed, uh, shout out, uh, for Joe Mixon. People like, well, I wouldn't add anything to go get Joe Mixon. It doesn't make any sense. And all of a sudden, one month later, Joe Mixon is the one player in that deal who's still standing as someone who's going to have fantasy value. The other guy's like, yeah, <laughs> like what happened? What happened? It was just a month ago. Just covered in mud. Yeah. The rest of so the I'm players. Ex- I'm excited about mixing the season. Hey, come and get Mims in UDPL. I'm listening. Just saying. I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> I love you, Denzel. <laughs> Denzel, no. <laughs> All right, that was a hot one. I love that. I I have mixing in UDPL, and I got some offers for him. I've been a Mixon guy since the jump, so nothing that would persuade me from moving him. I actually moved Aaron Jones off that team instead for the aforementioned T. Higgins in a second. So I love that. I, I feel like I'm selling running back at the peak, and it's only downhill from there as Jones gets older because that's how running backs roll, man. That's how they do Three years ago, Tar Gurley was 101. What is he now? Oh, yeah, a free agent who Tyler just dropped in an industry league. Yeah, running backs get old fast, guys. Just saying. So Tyler... It's time. This is our last take, probably. So I need you to I need you to crank it. All right. Before the before the podcast, I, I threw a smoke bomb down. You guys all thought I was going a different direction, and I'm gone. You know what? Kyle Pitts, tight end oh, one no. this year. <laughs> Kyle Pitts, tight end one. Julio Jones is gone. This this running back group. Who's gonna catch passes? Is it Mike Davis? I don't know. I mean, it's I mean, Russell Gage, dude. Quadriol is it? I mean, Russell Gage is fine. Is he? Is he an actual second target, a second read in this offense? I think people are doubting how much Kyle Pitts is going to have a factor in this offense. Kyle Pitts is going to line up everywhere. He might even play quarterback. This guy is so good. <laughs> I mean, we call him the unicorn. He could probably do everything. Kyle Pitts is going to have a rookie record at tight end. I mean, forget Evan Ingram. Forget that. Forget his whole entire rookie season. That was like, that was just like, oh, okay, that's cool. Kyle Pitts is going to come in and blow this thing up. He's not going to just play tight end. He's going to play outside. He's going to play tight end. He's going to play inside. He's going to play fullback. They're going to get him a little screen. He's going to be everywhere. You go back and watch this Florida tape, and what is one thing you notice? 84 all over the field. I don't care if you liked Kyle Trask. You know what made that tape? It was 84 on that field for the Gators. Kyle Pitts, tight end one. Kelsey's going to be great. He's going to be fine. But Pitts is going to get the targets because this defense is going to be absolutely trash. I'm an Atlanta fan. I know what they have at defense. It is nothing. I mean, us Don't you dare call Deion Jones nothing. 
us four could step in on the D line and be a better defensive line other than Grady Jarrett. I mean, that dude is a beast, but man, us four on that defensive line. I know J Mike played a little D line and in his day, we could get at it better than these guys. The pass rush is absolutely trash. They're going to be coming from behind all the time. Pitts is going to get target after target after target. Ridley's going to get his. I'm not scared of that, but I think people are overvaluing the fact that Ridley is going to get all these targets when they see this monster of a man who can move like I've seen no other person move at his size. Kyle Pitts is going to shock. Doug, I know you're against this, but man, I, I, I think you're going to be absolutely floored when you see the season Pitts has. I have a bonus take to counter your Kyle Pitts. I, I'm going to say that Kyle Pitts doesn't finish as a top eight tight end this year. I mean, it's still a tight end one. Well, Water we already know bit. that's not real Water difficult. Water bit. Water bit. You know what? Let's Water push it. He doesn't finish as a top 10 tight end. I, there you go. That's, I, just, that's I'm, spicy, I'm right? That. I mean, that, I don't think that – I think that's way off. Just the fact that Pitts is going to get targets. Like, <sighs> insane targets. Ty- right has- here, Tim? Tyler has me pinned into a corner because I my I have two takes written down here. Ooh. One is a tight end take that I don't want to put out there because it could still, you know, it could still lead to Tyler's thing being right. And I don't want that to happen. Uh-uh. But, but my other one's a, a Falcons take. So either way, I'm 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 sitting here going. So with Tyler. I actually I actually crossed out Mark Andrews as the tight end one for Kyle Pitts. Oh, that was smart. I am actually very high in Mark Andrews this year. I, I I know there's a lot of like with Marquise Brown going down. I think Mark Andrews can be a top five again. Uh, okay. People are sleeping on him. I'll, I'll throw this one out here quick then. Uh, Kelsey Kittle or Waller will not be tight end one. Okay. I didn't I didn't have it listed as as who will be the tight end one, but I have those three names oh, as not say. being the tight end one. And Doug, uh, listen to Doug. He'll tell you who the new tight end one will be. Uh, but my my last hot take here is uh and this is why Tyler's going to be wrong because Kyle Pitts can't be tight end one when he's going to be playing beside and not a but like J Mike said the wide receiver one Calvin Ridley with Julio gone Calvin Ridley is going to explode he was top five last season are we saying Matt with- Ryan's uh a buy low <laughs> yes. I would and agree he with that. Did that and and uh, Calvin did that while missing two games. He's going to stay healthy. He's going to go from his 18.9 average fantasy points per week to somewhere in the neighborhood of just over 24 fantasy points a game and he is going to be the fantasy wide receiver. One, he is going to lead all receivers in fantasy points in 2021. There is no Julio I love myself some Russell Gage is that, you know, a year ago, throw him on the back end of the rosters because nobody has him on their rosters and it's going to pay off greatly. But let's, let's be honest. Russell Gage is not Calvin Ridley. Calvin Ridley is going to smash in this offense. And we've seen, you know, the the whole Juju. Oh, now that AB has gone, Juju's going to eat. It never worked out for Juju. We've seen Calvin without Julio on the field. Calvin eats when Julio is not around. P.S. P.S. There's a reason why Kelvin hasn't signed an extension. There's an absolute reason because Kelvin's yeah, betting on himself that bonkers. he is. Yep, exactly. He's he been on himself. Absolutely. Kelvin paid. is going to get paid at the so, end of the year. Calvin, they Ridley, might even throw in Riley Ridley with a deal. 
Hey, he's, he's that, showing that, up. Yeah. That's part of Calvin Ridley's extension is that yeah. they yeah. got to bring my brother on. He don't have to play. Just bring him in. Give him a uniform. I just need him there for moral support. Somewhere Riley... Riley Bymasters in the corner, just just shaming us. Well, when 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 Calvin when Calvin catches the pass, he just hands it over to his brother, and he's the guy that throws it back to the quarterback. This, this is the, the Giannis. This, this yeah. is the Giannis and Thanasis, uh thing that we've got going from the yeah. NBA. Yeah, the, the combo. Yeah, yep. Absolutely. But yeah, Calvin Ridley one or Calvin Ridley wide receiver one, the wide receiver one. So my Scott, have, my Scott we, Fishball team loves that. If we have a backup take, I've got one that's going to blow everybody's mind. So, uh, so, have, so let's we'll get these time. done. Yeah, we'll I time. think we'll have time. Uh, mine's not going to take long. I looked through and I was like, all right, what's a what's a good what's a good take here? I gave a couple positive ones with Trey Lance and T Higgins, and I'm like, I want to go on the opposite, mm. kind of like J Mike did with the Trevor Lawrence, and like, hey, here's a here's a hot take on a cold performance, if you will. So I'm looking at ADP and I'm like, there's there's a player that stuck out to me. Now in the past, we've seen guys that are UDFA's. We've seen Philip Lindsay. We've seen guys that Alex Collins that burst onto the scene out of nowhere, seemingly. And then all of a sudden their ADPs rise and then they go away. So this happens every year. And I think there's a player that I've identified as one that you don't want to invest in or draft at all this year in your dynasty startups or whatever. If you have him, trade him while his value is good. He's currently being drafted 62nd overall at RB26. My bet is that he's RB26 this year, so he's on the fringe of RB2. But I'm telling you, he will not be a top 45 running back in startups in 2022 because what he did last year, while it was good, and he ha- he showed some fantasy value, he surprised a lot of people. Um, I don't think that he has this backfield all to himself. It's Miles Gaskin. So Miles Gaskin is a fun player. They brought in Malcolm Brown. They have Savon Ahmed, who looked good there as well. So for me, Miles Gaskin at his ADP, as my friend Admiral Akbar would say, it's a trap. I'm not, I don't want anything to do with it. I've been burned by these one-year wonders before. And I just think that like, you know what, Gaskin, I'm not feeling it. He seems like he might have a good year this year, maybe. But I think they're going to use a committee. And then Miami's primed to draft a running back or spend some free agency money on one. So I think Miles Gaskin's dynasty window is like, get out from it now because it right could now. it could could and probably will turn to dust at some point this season. So that's my hot take is I'm not on Miles Gaskin. Get him off my teams. That's all I'm saying. Ah, see, you didn't see it coming. Ah, the best. I, all thought, right. I thought for sure it was James Robinson. I was like, oh here it comes. No, and I like James like... Robinson in his ADP right now. Like I like yeah, it a lot because I don't I don't think they're gonna use ATN the way they should. So Robinson's gonna get touches. They yeah. like him a lot. So J Mike, we're off to you. The, the hottest of hot. T- I mean, Joe Mixon, VRB one, was hot in the streets. He's hot. Listen, I, I'm, I'm. I need I'm some here. liquid hot magma. <laughs> magma. Uh, uh, listen, I'm, I'm, I'm here. I'm here for you all. And, and this is, uh, this is again such a treat that we get to do this every year. And I don't want to disappoint the the legacy that we have built here with the hot takes episode. <laughs> is uh, that it, what we call it? Sure, sure. Legacies can be bad as well as good. In Emerald Legacy, maybe? I don't know. Yeah, Legacy, yes. Uh, So, uh, and listen, I I need people to understand that when they listen to this, we not coordinate these things. So me going after Doug and all of our takes kind of coinciding, not necessarily coinciding, but kind of playing off of similar teams was not something that we planned. I need people to understand that. No, not at all. Tim, Tim, I'm, I'm sending you out with what may be my hottest 
uh, take that we had that I've had over probably the last four years. Uh, and this is from the person who basically been a year late on certain takes, uh, like the Michael Thomas not being a wide receiver one. I was a year late, but I got that right. So I was a year late, though. <laughs> uh, or a year early, I guess I should say. Anyway, all that to say, last season, uh, I, I had said that uh, one Henry Ruggs uh, went into being a top 30 wide receiver, and I laid this wonderful case, felt really good about what he had done in college. What I didn't account for was John Gruden being John Gruden. And the nonsense that was the woeful misuse of who Henry Ruggs is as a player. Um, so with that said, I'm uh, sticking with my Miami Dolphins here, and it's not. This isn't just a speed element. So I need people to understand uh, that I I'm one that had Jalen Waddle as my wide receiver two in this class, behind Devontae Smith. And like I said, Zach, yes, my brother Zachary <laughs> from the Dynasty Dummies, he knows me too well. Jalen Waddle will be the the wide receiver will be the weapon that stirs Miami Dolphins drink. It's not just because of the speed. It's not just because he's amazing with the ball in his hand, but it's the fact that he does things on the field for his offenses, specifically for this Miami offense that no one else can do, whether it's short areas, shallow and deep. He wins in all areas. Jalen Waddle will be a top 15 wide receiver. When we look up at values next season, in ADP currently going as wide receiver 30 68 overall in DLF ADP Jalen Waddle will be on the precipice of being a wide receiver one out the gate 2022 listen what we do know over the last couple of seasons if you look at um, any any place that kind of tracks this this stuff in terms of stats you need approximately 120 targets or you need about 13 to 14 touchdowns in only a wide receiver one. He's going to have the air and opportunity to do that. Again, if the offense is going to succeed where they did not last year, it's going to be on the explosive plays that Jalen Waddle can provide to the offense. The offense is now going to be stretched with one Will Fuller as well. Uh, no, no longer just being a case where Devontae Parker is going to be working intermediate and Gaskin giving you these small chunks and these small plays. Waddle's going to be able to blow this offense open and it's going to allow Tua to actually be what we all hoped he could be coming into the NFL. Jalen Waddle, uh, forget it. Jay Waddle wide receiver one going into next year. I'm 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 going all in. I'm all in. Oof. Wide receiver one going into next year. But but not Jay overall, Mike, overall, he, I, need, got, I, need, I need to be clear. Not Jay, overall. Jay Mike, <laughs> he's got he's got he's got a limp. He's he's got a limp. Listen, he's got I, a limp. His ankles wrapped. Yeah, y'all crazy. Y'all crazy. He's got a, he's got a slight hurt. Waddle. The injury still hanging around. No, Jalen's Jalen's Tim's being okay. serious. I'm actually being sarcastic. I I love the take. No, I'm I'm here I'm here for Jalen Waddle being uh being the 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 straw that stirs this drink in Miami. I'm here for it. I like it. I'm looking forward to the Miami offense this year. It's going to be one of the more intriguing yes. fantasy storylines because it all points back to Tua having a, yep. a breakout, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. So, good question. thing Omar. Ke- good thing Omar Kelly's not on this podcast because it'd just be all Tua slander. Yeah. <laughs> I think the AFC East might be the uh, most intriguing division this year. I like that. I like the division. So. All right, we we can do quick ones because I got a quick one. Yeah, I don't have any quick ones, but yeah, shoot, shoot it. Kenneth Gainwell is going to rise up in ADP as the Austin Eckler of the Eagles offense. The Tim, Hines, Tim is vehemently shaking they, his head. Hey, I have an Eagle insider that has told oh, me this guy is opening It's eyes. Eric Decker's nephew. It is not. It is. 
Tim knows who he is. And I'm not, I'm not going to mention it, but man, I've I've heard great things of Kenneth Gainwell in his hands. That's that's what I heard. He is a great route runner, great hands. They are going to utilize this guy as a Naheem Hines, Darren Sproles, Darren Sproles. And honestly, what what's what's the who does he have to beat? I mean, he, Miles Sanders. Do they even trust him? That's the past regime. Miles Sanders, Boston Scotts looked really good in camp. Carry uh, on Johnson is the best blocking running back they have. He's very well. Good that doesn't get tackles. us points. He, he's very good between the tackles, from what I'm hearing. I get him playing time though. Yeah, and he's doing uh, decent in the passing game. Uh, Ganey, uh, Kenny is, from what I'm hearing, is kind of middling right now. He is a rookie. Things are you know a little fast for him. Uh, but not what many people I think wanted him to be to start camp. So uh, I have no question he'll he'll make the fifty three. I think they're going to carry at least four running backs to start the season, if not five, because you know from what I'm hearing, this team's going to pound the rock. So uh, Jordan Howard's on that bubble wire. I I, I see. I just think Gainwell is going to surprise. In, in my opinion, it's just we all had like even J Mike. J Mike was a big Gainwell fan. We all had him so high, like middling first round talent. And just because he went to the Eagles in the fifth round, early fifth round, we're, we're all sliding him back. I think that's going to come back and bite us in the butt. I mean, we're all pretty good evaluators of, of players. And I feel like we're kind of letting that go with Gainwell just due to draft capital. But I mean, there's a, there's something to it. And and his hands were some of the best. I mean, I, I loved his route running. Out of the backfield, I think they're going to utilize that. Like I said, I, I I like Miles Sanders. I think Miles Sanders is fantastic. I don't know if this regime thinks that. I don't have I don't have any um, distrust in in Kenny Gainwell and what he can do. And I did like him as a prospect, but I don't know if this is the season where he's going to you know be a big spark or a big flash. I think that maybe middle, yeah, middle of the season. Kenny Gainwell can be a, a a very good running back in the league. I have a hot take. I've talked about it before. I don't think we have talked about it on Mike. It's not a fantasy football take, but it just came into my mind and I was make sure I wanted to say it well. So it's on record. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers are going to go undefeated and win the Super Bowl because Tom Brady wants the ultimate middle finger to Bill Belichick. And he wants to say, I can get it done without you, you grumpy turd. So Tampa Bay is going to be the worst team in the South. Because we all listened to last year's, Tampa Bay is going to be the worst team in the South, nah. and Tom Brady's going to fall on his face. Nope. He's going to evaporate because the nope. the pool of in, infinite health and age is going to wear off, and nope. then Tom Brady's just going to undefeated, nineteen and or now twenty and zero. He's going to get it done. Could be, could be. Um, just, just because, uh, you know, what he did to me in, in championship games last year, uh, here comes I the Alvin Kamara take Kamara's going to fall and be an RB two this year. I, no, um, no, uh, the quarterback play, there's definitely going to take a hit. The receiving oh, yeah. play is going to definitely going to take a hit. Uh, you know, so I think they're going to lean on these RBs early. Uh, I'm not trying to predict an injury, but Kamara's got a lot of work in his career. Uh, I think, uh, I think Alvin Kamara, though, is going to be outside of the running back one uh, conversation for points this year. Uh, I'll stick with another running back. I know we have one RB1 take already, but uh, the guy just got paid, Nick Chubb. He's my favorite running back 
in the league. He's <clears throat> he's amazing to watch. Kareem Hunt has said, you know, uh, I guess when asked, hey, have you really seen Nick at all this summer? Have you guys been uh, doing anything outside of football? He says, all that man does is it's work football. out. Uh, so the guy puts the work in. I don't think getting paid is going to change that. Nick Chubb is going to be a top three running back this year. And then this one, uh, you know, is going to hit home, I think, with everybody on the on the screen right now. When Justin Fields takes over, Allen Robinson will be a top five fantasy points per game wide receiver. The man has never had a goddamn quarterback that can throw an Let's accurate go. football, get Fields on the field, get Allen Robinson the respect he damn well deserves. Darnell Mooney would be a, wide, a top wide receiver. Go. Top wide receiver and wide receiver 30 or better, Darnell Mooney. Yeah. Let's go. Allen Robinson, Cole, get Fields Cole on Komet the field, might and we'll be see what Allen Robinson can actually do for one. <laughs> might be. All right. Anybody got anything left in the clip? I, I just want to I want to sneak this one in real quick. It's not super oh, yeah. hot. It's just one that I'm feel very confident about. Uh, Terry McLaurin, top five wide receiver this season. Uh, I love I love Terry. I, I I was not I was not in love with Terry coming out of Ohio State. I am very in love with Terry now. <laughs> uh, and pairing him with Ryan Fitzpatrick, who's not going to be scared to push the ball down the field to get opportunities to make plays. Uh, I feel like it's just a match that says if he gets anywhere near like the targets that he got last year, we're looking at a guy who's putting double digit touchdowns, cooking people left and right, uh, and puts up a season where you're just wow, how did he amass these numbers? Like it's it's going to be really awesome to see. So hopefully he gets that opportunity. Uh, but Terry McLaurin, top five wide receiver this season. I got, I got one more hot take. Allen Robinson is going to call a stir in 2022 offseason. All right. Uh, a Rob. Aaron Rodgers, he's going to cause a bunch of a uh, bunch of awkwardness with that Green Bay uh, in, in the offseason. Book it. <laughs> is, is, is Doug locked up or? Okay, first of all, let's all let's all just love the fact that Doug's screen has him doing a like uh, a TikTok face. Oh, oh, I was oh. trying to take a photo of it. Oh. But but yeah, um, so I, I'll I'll just kind of talk. Well, Doug's gone. Um, J. Mike, you want to give everybody where you know? Th thanks for listening, everybody. It's kind of a awkward moment. Doug, take take over. I'm, I'm messing I it say, up. I was gonna say, you know what? This is my last episode. Let let, let me yeah. Let me take let, the let them here. do it. J. Mike, fantastic hot takes episode. Absolutely love this every year. So, J. Mike, tell the people where they can find you and hear more hot takes or just this beautiful, beautiful voice you have. As always, I'm humbled to be with you guys. So thank you for having me. Uh, I appreciate it. It's always good to come back home to the to, to DHA where, where we got this where we got this thing lifted off. Uh, again, one half of the Open Bar Podcast with Dave Gearing. He's on Twitter at the, uh, at FF Manbun. Uh, the show's handle is at the Open Bar Pod. Shout out, uh, Gabe. yeah, shout out for sure. Uh, my, my much better half in this podcasting game. Uh, the Obviously, Dummy Blitz will be coming back as well with the good folks over at the DFPN Network, the only network in town. Uh, so be on the lookout for that. And then lastly, um, finally, finally back at it with J. Mike's Journal. So I'm happy to be back behind the mic uh, sharing my life experience and whatnot with that. So um, with, with all those things and uh, finally kind of loading back up and taking the summer off to breathe and uh, get through some get through some hurdles of life. Uh, I'm happy to be back behind the mic once again. So. Thank you guys again for the opportunity. I'm on Twitter at jmikecheck, at jmic check. Uh, and it's always a pleasure. Appreciate you guys very much. 
Uh, Tim, again, I cannot tell you all the best. I'm so excited for you uh, as, as you finish up, hopefully strong with championships galore uh, and right into the sunset, uh, just doing the stanky leg on everybody's face mm. as you go. <laughs> mm. Boom. Been working on it. Uh, so thank you, J Mike, for joining us. Thank you to all the listeners. Check us out on the social medias. Check us out on all the major podcast platforms. Give this damn show a rating on Apple Podcasts. Give it five stars. Uh-huh. Let these fellows know. You know, uh, it's it's the way to, you know, for the algorithms. I don't know how they work. Someone much smarter than me creates them, but math. <laughs> yeah. When when people go on there and say, I like things. It bumps that up so other people that might like things can also find it. So go go give these guys a review. Let them know they're doing awesome work. They're going to do just fine without me. As a matter of fact, I don't 100% know who the new co-host is going to be. I have a very strong feeling, I know. But huh? no one's told me nothing yet. Why should they? I'm out the door. I'm old news. But Tyler, it has been nothing but an absolute honor, a blast. I've absolutely loved my time here. Uh, and as one of the uh, commenters in the in the chat said after your last hot take, I, I wasn't sure if Doug was just pausing for effect and giving you a weird look. Honestly, kind of judging you. <laughs> I, I completely agree. Usually the norm. Around. You know, I, I was kind of doing it myself, so <laughs> it made sense. Uh, Doug, you were dead on. You're dead on in your in your takes. You know, when it's when it was just the Tim and Doug show. It was hot fire. It was always hot oh, fire. The Nothing best. Tyler. Love you. <laughs> the best. <laughs> Highest ratings of the season, typically. I mean, yeah, it was primetime TV. It, you know, it was it was a family function. It was we like sweeps it, week. Yeah. It was like Eli and Peyton in the booth. You know, it's just yeah. it, it, it's when you when you get into this and you start podcasting, you realize that not that Tyler and I can't podcast together. We do just fine when we have episodes. There's there's a weird synergy that no Tyler, listen, <laughs> I'm not telling I do just fine. It's a weird synergy though when Doug and I go. Excuse so me while I go fun. drown myself in sorrows. Ah, <laughs> Tyler, you're amazing. We love you, <laughs> Doug. You're amazing. We love you. Thank you, listeners. You guys are even more amazing. We love you even more. So for one last time, I have been Tim for Doug for Tyler for everybody. We'll see you next week. Thank you.